Sabosinakis. And Nicholas Zabulis. Victoria has recorded its lowest day of coronavirus cases in almost three months. There are 35 new cases today and seven deaths, all of which are linked to aged care. This brings the state's death toll to 730 and the national tally to 817. Premier Daniel Andrews says Victorians should be proud of their efforts and continue to get tested if they have symptoms. That is a mighty effort and it's something that every Victorian, regardless of whether you're in the regions or in the suburbs or in the centre of Melbourne, uh, everyone's playing their part, everyone can be proud uh, and, and pleased to see that the, fact, the trend is with us, the numbers continue to come down. Particularly if you just spare a moment to think about what's happening in other parts of the world where the trend is most definitely not with them. These figures come as Melbourne's restrictions ease slightly to allow for two hours of exercise, a 9pm curfew and a social bubble for those living alone. The 14-day case average for Melbourne is now 54.4. Under Metro Melbourne's slightly relaxed lockdown restrictions, single-person and single-parent households are now allowed to create share bubble arrangements. But not everyone is happy. The measure is aimed at alleviating isolation but requires face masks to be worn and a third person can't be present during the home visit. One person household tenant Amelia Kelly says she's grateful the new rules have come into effect but feels they could prove to be unworkable in practice. Looking at the intimate partners bubble, I think that they added so many extra rules with the social bubble that was just not necessary. So definitely the masks being needed to be used inside just doesn't make any sense because if you're, you know, using their kitchen and their bathroom, a mask just doesn't work. Nurses have welcomed a federal government funding boost for care in remote communities during the pandemic. The $13 million support package aims to provide more funding for health training, professional services, medical resources and mental health support. The extra funding also marks marks the start of nursing in the community week. Swifts Creek nurse Sue Carroll says the new money will be a relief as bush nursing centres are only funded to operate from nine to five. So there's nothing after hours. So there's nothing on weekends. So we're open Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, and then Saturday and Sunday, 9 to 11, and then public holidays, 9 to 11. But we've tried to have somebody on call 24 hours a day. The anti-lockdown protest held at the Queen Victoria market yesterday has frustrated business owners. Trade was disturbed as police riot gear marched through the fresh produce aisles as protesters arrived. Melbourne Lord Mayor Sally Capps as the protest disrupted trade and left some business owners at the market in tears. Rocco Modarafi from Experts, an organic egg and honey store, says the protest hurt his business. The volume of police that were there and the protest has made it hard for our shoppers to come through our store, um, even it probably deterred people to actually come into the market once they saw that commotion. We're struggling as it is to, to be open and you know, to see Police arrested 74 people as it is illegal to protest under stage four restrictions. Health Minister Greg Hunt says he's optimistic a coronavirus vaccine could arrive in Australia before March next year. His comments come as the leading coronavirus vaccine trial that was postponed last week remains on hold in Brazil, South Africa and the US after resuming in the UK on the weekend. The Oxford vaccine has entered phase three testing on nearly 50,000 participants when a volunteer in the UK fell ill. 
Researchers initially didn't realise the volunteers' symptoms, citing patient confidentiality. But a spokesperson for the pharmaceutical company backing the trial says the volunteer had severe neurological symptoms consistent with spinal cord inflammation. Mr Hunt says delays are to be expected in a trial of this size. The Select Senate Committee for the Aboriginal Flag is holding a public hearing to discuss its copyright and licensing today. The committee is set to hear from non-Indigenous business WAM Clothing, who have an exclusive worldwide licensing agreement with the current copyright holder, Harold Thomas. Managing Director of Spark Health Australia, Laura Thomas, is set to speak at the hearing this afternoon. She says she hopes the flag will be freed from copyright. In terms of what I'd like to see as the outcome, I would like to see the Aboriginal flag live in one camp and not two, so just be part of the flag act and completely separate to the Copyright Act. The Greens have signalled they could support legislation that would force Facebook and Google to pay for Australian news if the code covered SBS and the ABC. Legislation that would force tech giants to pay for the value they receive from Australian journalism is expected to be introduced to Parliament this month. Greens communication spokesperson Sarah Hansen-Young says there is no excuse to exclude the ABC from the code. But Melbourne University journalism professor Dennis Muller says the ABC is a blind spot for the government. Uh, I I think the the government has basically left the ABC and SBS out because of hostility to them. And I think they've allowed their, their attitude to the ABC to override their good judgment. So I think that while it makes perfect sense and should be done, I don't think the chances are very high that it will be done. The world-first device that may help restore vision to the blind is being prepared for human clinical trials in Melbourne. The device involves wireless electronic implants that sit on the surface of the brain. Researchers at Melbourne at Monash University have been developing the device for more than 10 years. The director of the study, Professor Arthur Lowry, says the current prototype is promising but requires development. So when people will actually start seeing things with our devices, probably around four years, we'll do some surgical trials uh, in about two years. But um, we have to develop the device under a strict regulatory framework. Researchers say the device could also potentially be used to treat other conditions, such as limb paralysis. Now to sport. In the US Open... Dominic Team has claimed victory over Alexander Zverev in the men's singles final. Zverev looked as if he would defy expectations, claiming the first two sets, but Team came back, levelling the score and ultimately winning the final set in a tiebreak. In the men's wheelchair singles final, Australian Dylan Olcott lost to Sam Schroeder of the Netherlands. The top seed fell in three sets. The loss comes after Olcott and Andy Lapthorne beat Schroeder and David Wagner to the doubles title at the weekend. And more bad news for the Australians in cricket. England have levelled the ODI series, taking the second one-dayer by 24 runs at Old Trafford overnight. English captain Ian Morgan took four wickets for 21 runs to set up the Poms fight back. And now to weather. It's mostly sunny today, a top of 17 degrees. Partly cloudy and 17 tomorrow, and much the same on Wednesday with a high of 22 degrees. This has been City Journal Midday News with Sophie Rayner, Carissa Bosnakis, and Nicholas Zimboulos.